Welcome to Found in Space, a science podcast for kids and teens. Today, we're talking about the Voyager missions. So the Voyagers are a pair of spacecraft, probably one of the most famous missions ever. So these are two spacecraft that we have out in space right now. And as of recording this, which is in September of 2023, these little craft have been going for 46 years. And they right now are studying interstellar space. But they didn't start out that way. So the Voyagers come from NASA. And NASA launched them back in the 1970s, in 1977. Now, this was pretty early on in the career of making spacecraft and sending craft out to study other planets. And so one of the things that NASA really quite wisely did at the time is that it would often create more than one of the same machine. So this happened later on with the rovers on Mars, Spirit and Opportunity. They're already going through the effort of designing and building one, why not do two? So they built these two craft to study the outer planets, the known outer planets at the time, because there was a very special alignment of the planets that made it easy to get to all of them in one trip. So we need to remember that in the solar system, we have the sun in the center, right? And everything else in the solar system is going around the sun. Now, the closer something is to the sun, the faster it's going to go. This is why Mercury is the fastest of the planets. It's the closest of them. It has the least distance to travel and it is subject to the most gravity, the most pull. So it's gotta be going really, really fast to not fall into the sun. And then each planet and each object, we could include asteroids and comets and things like that. As we get farther and farther from the sun, they're going slower and slower. So they're not all the planets and asteroids and everything. We're all going at different speeds around the sun, right? So sometimes Earth will be on one side of the sun and Jupiter will be on the other side of the sun. So the planets are never lined up like we see in posters. Right? I have a poster on my wall that has the planets all lined up and it's actually to scale, which is amazing because the sun is huge compared to the planets. And actually when you look at the size difference between say Earth and Jupiter, it's, it's just such a big difference. All right, now the planets happened to in the 70s and 80s be lined up in such a way that if we launched our spacecraft and we sent them to these planets, they would be able to visit each one of them and do it very quickly. Now, today, 
in the 2020s, we wouldn't be able to do that. They aren't lined up in the right way. So we could send a mission to each one of them, but we wouldn't be able to do all four of the big planets at once. And by the way, originally there was a plan to also visit Pluto. Unfortunately, they weren't able to do that, but happily we did end up getting the New Horizons mission later on that went to Pluto and is now exploring the Kuiper Belt. So these missions went to Jupiter and Saturn. And when they did, they did some amazing work. They studied these planets. They took detailed photos of Saturn's ring system and discovered that there were geysers shooting water into space on Enceladus. And they went to Uranus and Neptune. Now, it wasn't until the late 80s that they were able to get to Uranus and Neptune. Today, if we were to launch and try to go to Neptune, it would take us about two decades to get there. So they were able to get there very fast. Well, Voyager 2 was because Voyager 1 went to Jupiter and Saturn, and then it wasn't headed in the right direction to be able to go to Uranus and Neptune. So Voyager 1 went straight out and it was headed out of the solar system and just on the path that it happened to be going on, it's not going to pass by close by to any other planets to be able to do planetary science to photograph and, and measure and observe those planets. Now Voyager 2 was the one that was sent and went to Uranus and went to Neptune. And actually it went by Neptune the year I was born, so I was a little baby when it was going by Neptune. So. I do not remember this at all. But any picture that you've seen up close from the ice giants came from Voyager 2. Made some incredible discoveries. All right. But the designers who made these spacecraft knew that once they passed by the planets, they were still going to be able to do a lot of useful science. And so they made sure to include instruments on them, so tools on them that would help them study what we call the heliosphere. So the heliosphere is the area around the whole solar system that the sun is, you could think of it as protecting it with its electromagnetic influence. So sort of like how Earth has a magnetic field, the whole solar system does. And so the Voyagers have been studying that. And recently, they actually passed through and left the heliosphere into what we call interstellar space. So this is the space outside of the sun's protection. It's the space between stars. So sometimes you may hear people say, oh, the Voyagers have left the solar system because they've left the heliosphere. Now, they haven't gotten outside of what we call the Oort cloud, this area where there may be lots and lots of comets that are orbiting around the sun at a really, really far distance. It will take the Voyagers, even though they're going very fast, it will take them thousands of years before they're outside of the area of space that the sun controls with its gravity. They're outside of the space that the sun controls with its magnetism, but not outside of its gravity. 
So right now, the Voyagers are still active. They are out there and hopefully will get a few more years left in their batteries. Eventually, their batteries are going to run out and we will lose contact with them. But the folks who made it knew that these craft would keep going out and out into space. So they put a message on each of them. Voyager's golden records. Now, when we say they're golden records, quite literally a record like the old, you've probably seen one of these round discs that people used to play music on. You could make recordings sort of like before we had MP3s or um, CDs, before we had tapes, we had records, right? It's a physical object that could last for a very, very, very long time. So we put recordings of what Earth sounded like, of children all over the world saying hello and sounds of everyday life and songs. And we put a little bit of information on it, like a drawing of how, if some civilization in the far distant future ever found it, that they might be able to find Earth. The best of what we understood of the solar system at the time. Now, is anyone ever gonna actually find those records? and find the Voyagers, maybe it's very unlikely that somewhere in the distant, distant future, millions of years from now, at thousands of light years away, but maybe some very curious aliens will find this strange craft that we sent out into space and learn something about these humans from long, long ago on this little blue planet around this little yellow star. And I love thinking about that. I think it's just amazing that maybe one day somebody will find our spacecraft that we sent out to explore. So this is an amazing mission. It was fun to talk about it with all of you. And thank you for hanging out, learning about the Voyagers, learning about space and science with us. If you've got questions or topics that you'd like us to talk about on the podcast, have your folks send it into the email in the description. And as always, my friends, I hope you have dark skies and remember to stay curious. <laughs>